welcome to movie of the year. This is this is like the zero episode of our 2019 season. And guys, I'm going to bring you in right away because I know you each have so much that you want to talk about. Mike? Yes. Welcome. I'm here right away. Mike? Thank you for being bringing me. Ryan? Yes, I'm so glad more 2019 conversation gets to happen. L- let me ask you this. Let's start off with this first question. How come some days you're just so sad? Uh, I think it's because that it's probably because I've been your best friend for too long, <laughs> and it's time for someone else to take over. I need a fresh beat. Yes. What do you think, Mike? You just you just wake up and some days you're like, I can I only can get through this day. There's nothing else to do but just get through. Uh, I feel like I live my life like the Wiley Coyote, where I ignore those days, and you're really making me look down right now, and everything, the bottom is going to drop out hard. That, this, I think this pertains to 2019. It's just, no matter how happy you are at any one moment, you will be so profoundly sad later. Agree or disagree? No, yeah, I think that's... Ag- I don't know if it's the year or if it's the age we're at in the uh, year 2019. Oh, it's that. It's the worst comment. Yeah, that's... We are the worst <laughs> age <laughs> in the worst year. Because it is, uh, you have the normal existential death that we all have to face yeah. at the ages we are, and like, uh, although on a- it's no longer like grandparents are dying; it's like uncles and friends' uncles are dying, and that's the part of death that's scary, right? Is it's it, it, is that the people around us die? Because honestly, mm-hmm. we and I think I speak for everybody when I say like we kind of want the like oblivion of Sweet death personally, release. right? Yeah, okay. Sure. And the, like the fact that we're not religious means that it's not we don't want heaven or anything. No, we just want to become that like rock in the dirt, yeah. and sleep forever and never think again. Oblivion, yeah. yeah. We just like just want to be turned off. It. What if you found out the afterlife was watching Oblivion on repeat, <laughs> Tom Cruise? <laughs> or honestly, it might be playing the game Oblivion. And guys, there's a lot to do in that game. I don't know, like a lot th- of side quests. There's ways to turn off thinking before you die. Like, do you guys drink copious amounts of vodka every day? Uh, no. I, yeah. I, what? No. I, I smoke an awful lot of marijuana. Right? See? Isn't that working? <laughs> it's uh, you know it's okay. Or I'll take a nap. The problem is is that when you're uh, when you come down when you're not high or drunk anymore. Then not only are you back to the thoughts of that moment, but then all the thoughts you thought you yeah. skipped while you were higher drunk. Yeah, they just and come then back. all the people you have to apologize to, and it's even worse. And everybody's like, "You were fine," and you're like, "Oh, this is worse." Uh, <laughs> like, oh yeah, when, when you like contact people and you're like, "Sorry about last night," and they're like, "Oh no, you were okay," and you're just like, "Oh," or I didn't even see you. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. You know, honestly, dude, I'm not sure who you are. <laughs> For me, they I, always say that uh, I was okay because of how. Uh, often I've reset my bar of what me being okay is. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, relatively speaking, you only peed in like four plants. That's not that big of a deal. <laughs> On the scale of one to Ryan, you were a gentleman. And the, the plants are thriving. So <laughs> Wait, hold on. One is a gentleman and ten no. is Ryan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess three is a gentleman. One is Jesus Christ, superstar. <laughs> okay, Christ, so this works comma, backwards than most one to ten lists or rankings. Yeah, you, you. it's golf rules. Gotcha. Golf rules. When it comes to 2019, I saw a bunch of movies this year. Brag. And it is a brag. And I have to say, great year at the movies. Just excellent, excellent year at the movies. There was, of course, the backlash because society sort of announced that. And everybody was like, well, it's actually not that good. Uh-huh. But I got, I don't know if you guys did, but I got a little gander at the bracket that we're about to, put, uh, that we're about to go through. And no, it was fucking... It was great. A dynamite year. It was spectacular. Like, I would say that, you know, a lot of these, like, second-tier movies could crush yes. winner movies from the last, like, mm-hmm. five to ten years. Yeah, and I, I think we have to lay bare a little bit of our of how we're going to do this, because what we are, what we're going to do is, when in some of these matchups, it's going to be one movie that is maybe an artistic 
critics darling but nobody ever heard of versus big top tier triple a movies i hope that all three of us have at least heard of each movie but i'm not even sure that's gonna be the case is that true yeah okay yeah i mean i i can think of a whole tier of movies that like i have heard of but have not seen like atlantics mm-hmm. or uh, portrait of a woman I, d- I don't that's the first time i've heard that word is that a french movie it is like it's african right yeah but that's what a shitty that's like that's a big place, dog. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, okay. that is. To me, it kind of seemed like maybe it was Somalian because it seemed to be about a relationship between a uh, a young woman and a guy who I I think was supposed to be a pirate. And so then I thought Somalia. Plus, I uh, I think it was Roper Richard Roper's like pull quote on the poster said that's Somalian. So <laughs> that was his review. We're not giving out points, but you know what? You would have gotten one right there. I. Uh, Every other year that we do this, that's not the current year. We just go by letterbox.com. Yeah. And they, like, the, the users of Letterbox choose the seeds. Because the year is so new, it's like, it was like two months ago, guys. Yeah. Uh, what we did is we jammed the Letterboxd movies, uh, the movie list, with like sort of an amalgamation of all the critics' lists uh-huh. and put them together. And it, it made stuff weird. You know, like, we're always going to argue on what should be seated where, but this one is different. So just prepare, scream. Don't scream at me. Uh-huh. Scream at the board if you want. And that's just that's just what's going to happen, Ryan, and it's going to happen on the other side of this sound effect. We're in the thick of it, guys, and I'm 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 really upset. Uh, it's number 1 Parasite versus number 17 overall Farewell. Uh this man, this is fucked. So there's 16 movies, right? Yeah. 15 of them were, could have gone up against Parasite. Yeah. The Farewell is the one that is does. the one that does and that, go up against that it. timely name it has. So it could have been like mm-hmm. Star Wars. I mean, there could have been like so many. That would have felt good. Yeah, 1917. Now we just feel like, oh, we're not derelict in our duty. Uh, but I mean, I love The Farewell. This is my favorite movie of 2019. I mean, I. Are you I, serious? This is your number one? I think so, yeah. I Well, favorite means different than best. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, it would probably be going up against Little Women. But honestly, when I really review the sort of like chart of my excitement, when I review the things I said about it, like this was this movie was so exciting to me. I thought it was so beautiful and so funny. Um, the camera loves Aquafina, and I love the camera. Therefore, I love Aquafina. <laughs> Transitive property. But I just, in what world do we make a case where this movie upends Parasite? Now, you got to remember the... The ownership of the year and farewell had zero. I do have some incredible news. Uh, we cheated a bunch before we started the whole 2019 season, and we did three random movies. That's true. One of them is the farewell. So yeah. if you want to hear our thoughts on that, you can. Like it got its own episode. Yeah, yeah. And, and and there's yeah. So like that that episode exists, and you can hear me absolutely go crazy for the farewell. While Ryan and I just yeah. hated it. We just shit on it. Yeah. You guys were like, this is a stupid movie. Greg's a stupid person. Mm-hmm. I remember you both said that individually. I guess Greg loves and cameras. Right, and that's why he likes Greg hosts the show. Greg asked the questions. Why would he ask, is Greg a stupid person? As like, to start that, off a segment. It was it. Because he's a stupid person. It was a person. test. And we all failed. Myself totally included. I really liked, you know, just the way uh, The Farewell was shot. Aquafina is not always just great in everything that she's in. I I think it's fair to say that. Like, she's in this new show called Nora from Queens, and she's good in it, but she's not amazing. And she's good in Crazy Rich Asians, but not amazing. She is an Mm -hmm. actress in this movie. Watching Crazy Rich Asians, it makes me feel old. Like, my parents thought about uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Uh Like, it's just a lot. 
And so I didn't really jump on board the whole Aquafina bandwagon until this movie. Yeah. Where I like I knew what she could do and then seeing this, I was like, God damn. <laughs> God damn. Okay, well, I'm gonna call for a vote because this feels like about like about as much of a slam dunk as there exists in this round. So what's it gonna be, Mike? Parasite or the farewell? Parasite. Ryan. Parasite. Parasite, right? Poor farewell. You were so good. I, we loved you. Watch that show. No, listen to that show because that's the only option. Yeah, fucking watch it. Just watch our sound waves you go do, up and down. You do you, everybody. Well, you use your moody brand puppet to like have something to watch while you listen to the show. Ooh. So we have guaranteed a Parasite show. Parasite is in the season. It could potentially maybe be movie of the year. It could be. Who knows? It could be. So far, though, I'm not super shocked. Uh, there, has been, there have been very few times when movie of the year and Best Picture track. So it, that is a stat against it right off the bat. Wait, has it ever happened? No. Okay. Usually we just scream about how bad the, mo- the picture of the year is. Yeah, last year we made it the Patreon episode. That's how insulted just, we were by the Best Picture. So we picture. could all line up and take turns dunking on it. <laughs> but I mean, even in like 88 or 04, no, or like no. it's never, we've never gelled no. with the Oscars. No. Yeah. Uh, we've never even had respect for the Oscars. Fuck the Oscars, man. So... Let's see with Parasite. Next up is number eight overall seed Knives Out versus number nine overall seed Uncut Gems. Oh, shit. Both of those are tools you can use. In your this hands. is hard for me because of how much I like both these movies, but I don't feel like it's actually that difficult going according to the rules we have. And the rules state just like if, it's, if, it, if one had a huge impact, Knives Out, open and close parentheses, and the other one just was a very good movie, but didn't have as much of an impact. Open, close, parentheses, uncut gems. Yeah, I kind of want to do uncut gems because it'd be more fun to argue with you guys about how good it was. Whereas Knives Out is just like clean and classic and awesome. Yep. Uh, yeah. The reason that Knives Out left such a big imprint besides being so great is that along with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, everybody was saying, see, they don't all have to be sequels to be successful. Uh-huh. This was one of those movies. Uh, but mm. it's so... It's, I mean, it's up my alley. It's up Hollywood's alley. Like, Uncut Gems has its issues, and those issues are interesting. But I don't see how we can... Do you think one of the issues is that the sub- one of the major subplots of Uncut Gems is Kevin Garnett loves a rock? <laughs> that Instead it, of a ran? It is, it, <laughs> it is such an important part of this movie that Kevin Garnett sees this opal and basically falls in love with it and can't let it go. I listened to an interview with Kevin Garnett about the movie, and they were like, hey, man, we have to have you do this. And he was like, oh, no, that's totally what I would do. <laughs> Did you think it was weird? Because Kevin Garnett's married. Did you think that it was weird when at the Oscars, he and the Opal came out, and there was that obvious, really strong sexual chemistry between them? Also, what's his fucking last name? It's Kevin what? Garnett, I that's know, right? insane. <laughs> okay, so what's it going to be, guys? What's moving on? Knives Out or Uncut Gems? I also think that we are closer to Ryan Johnson and sensibilities than the Safdie brothers. Yeah. Uh, I think like, I love, I'm interested in to see how far they push us away when we're watching, but I love Ryan Johnson's warm embrace. I got to go knives out. All right, Mike, what's it going to be for you? I'm going to dark horse and say uncut the gems. Sometimes, sometimes you want it to be up to you. And then other times you're just (laughs) like, this is, this is like so upsetting. Let's go to Mike right now. Mike, do you have a guess as to how he's going to go? I think he's gonna vote for the farewell. Yeah, that's that seems typical, Greg. That would that would be cheap. Oh God, you guys. Uh, um, it's, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I want that sound. What can, what can be parasite? Uh. If you're leaning both ways, what can beat parasite? 
I liked Uncut Gems so much. I'm so I'm freaking out. I'm totally freaking out. I have for me if I have to vote and I do here, it's it's Uncut Gems. Holy shit! Oh man, I just right because at some point it's your you have to say what way it's gonna go. Mike's freaking out about yeah, it. Yeah, dude, Mike made a really he <laughs> growled angry. at me. Okay, well that was a bit that was a bit of an upset. That was intense. That was yeah, that was like something was working through me there and I felt weird. Okay. Hey, non-Patreon listeners, uh the Patreon listeners in the zero episode got none of that. So yeah. if this is too intense for you, yeah. Sign up for Patreon and listen to that. That was what watching the movie Uncut Gems yeah. was like. We just did that in podcast. <laughs> and now we're gonna we're doing a show about Uncut Gems. And we're not doing a show about Knives Out. That is correct. I just made the fucking jellical choice right there. <laughs> All right. Uh that's <laughs> Mike finally knows. <laughs> number four, Avengers Endgame versus number 13, Little Women. Oh, what the fucking fuck? So what? I would just like to watch both of your guys' dual fandoms fight it out over this one. I, we, total, we talked about what the rules were. We talked about what the rules were. But it's just, I have a really hard time saying that I loved Avengers Endgame. I love it. It's, it's so awesome. But this is a podcast about movies. We talk about movies on this podcast. Films, if you will. Films. Cine- capital F, capital L, capital I, capital L. Cinema. Capital M, capital Cinema. S. Cinnabons. I mean, are we really... Are we going to say Avengers Endgame? I, like, I am stoked that we found a way to get Avengers Endgame into the top 16. Yeah, right? I am willing to say mm. bye-bye. Yeah, I think it has to be. I mean, when Joe comes back after so long and whispers on your left to Amy, <laughs> we can't not talk As about As they that. fight the little men in the big battle at the end. <laughs> no, I would say that like the two of you have bothered me, like annoyed me over, yeah. over the last couple months about how much you liked Little Women, and I fucking loved it. Yeah. So that's how I feel about you, too. Uh, yeah, like, there's no way that Avengers Endgame can move on and try to fight Parasite. Yeah, yeah. Uh- and, um, you know, we love Avengers Endgame, of course. Of course. What a great movie. But the fact that it made it this far, that's it winning. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah. that's yeah. what's amazing. That's how good it was that it made it this far. But I'm going to watch it tonight. Yeah, honestly, like, it, it, enjoy your viewing, and I know that you will. Uh, if I could watch either movie right now with, with no hesitation, I say Little Women. Me too. No hesitation. Uh, yeah, like, and I don't like, like, that, I don't know if that's like good criticism, yeah. but it's, that is the fact. That's Even true. though like Spider-Man is in the other movie, <laughs> I would choose Little Women. But how great would it be if instead of Timothy Chalamet, it was Peter Parker if t- as Spider-Man? If Topher Grace puts like some cut together where every Avenger is Florence Pugh, uh, then I will watch that one. Yeah, dude, isn't it time for a movie where Florence Pugh plays every character a la Crumps? Florence Pugh. And, and Florence, Florence Pugh. Pugh. And Florence Pugh. She did star as every like, uh, blaster in Star Wars. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. That's a quality joke. You did not save it for <laughs> the show where you get points. And I really, I respect that. So I'm going to remember that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pantomime's jerk off mode. You won't remember. Just say it again. All right. Our next matchup is number five, The Irishman, versus number 21, Book Smart. And I feel like we're doing the same thing again. I feel like it's the same matchup just over again. All right. So Little Women is old Book Smart. Yeah. Avengers Endgame is future Irishman. Yeah. So we gave it to Little Women. <laughs> I think we have to give it to Irishman. Yeah. Oh, geez. Why do we do this? <laughs> Why is the show this way? We were so cocky in our far, far past of the Patreon episode. Yeah. We just cut 16. Because nothing matters that in we yeah. know it. We're just rolling it with our cocks out. The, I mean, okay. 
Let, we'll go through all the different stages of the conversation. Cultural footprint. It's Irishman. It's obviously Irishman, right? Is it? I think so. Oh, yeah. For for good or bad, it, it definitely Do you know is. what part of what hurt Booksmart, too, is that Olivia Wilde was about to have an all-time year. Her first movie that she ever directed was Booksmart. And then she was the... Uh, like the reporter in Richard Jewell uh-huh. that like gave it up for facts and stuff. Yeah. And that sort of crushed Olivia Wilde's ear. Man, I wanted to see that Richard Jewell movie. And then that story came out and I was like, well, obviously you can't. It's already like problematic enough <laughs> yeah. just being a Clint Eastwood They say movie. that at the movie theater when you buy a ticket. Yeah. No. Like not oh. you, sir. <laughs> we can tell by the way you're dressed. You don't want to actually see this movie. But in the Patreon episode, uh, Greg, you said lesser Scorsese. Yeah. And I want to do this show because I want to figure out what like where, where how much it, lesser where does it belong in yeah the, in the scorsese catalog i think also uh one thing working against book smart is it came out in like march of last year or whatever mm-hmm. it, and that's just that really does hurt you it hurts to come out so early uh <laughs> okay well let's talk about it everybody what's it gonna be is it gonna be number five the irishman or number 21 book smart ryan the other other thing i love about this too is that we get to join that thing of like always complaining that comedies get no respect yeah while right now saying they this one's not it's irishman or we dig in our heels and say irishman was hilarious (laughs) also okay we're defending this is a very gendered choice isn't it because you have a movie that actually explores women's lives young women's lives versus a movie where there's like one woman who patricia arquette right she's just like hello at one point and that's like the full extent of female participation in the movie uh-huh. so just let that let the, go forward with that in your day mike what's it gonna be book smart or the irishman irishman says all, all right i don't even have to vote i would have voted for book smart i'm sorry i'm a yeah, feminist right. ryan this is what a feminist yeah, looks like right this is what a performative male feminist looks like okay <laughs> when we can we get that as a t-shirt? <laughs> when we come back, we're going to do the rest of the choices for the first round of the 2019 Movie of the Year. Ba-ba-ba-bum. If you're a Patreon listener, you don't need me to tell you that we agonized over what should win between um, Star Wars and Pain and Glory last round. And I'm so glad that we did, because that's definitely going to be worth it when it matches up against number two-seeded Joker, <laughs> the Clown Prince of Crime. Right. Okay. So Star Wars was so bad, and we were always like trying to like find the words of how bad it was. Yeah. It was so bad that it launched Joker into the top eight, and now yeah. we have to do a show. Yep. Just toxic fandom v toxic fandom. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> oh, love it. Uh, was there no Rick and Morty movie this year? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, Star Wars makes Joker feel like a movie that you actually want to say anything about because. It's not useful to talk about Star Wars. There's nothing to say about it. It's it's a big nothing, and then also it has Babu Frick. Yeah, that, I was going to say, we would just talk about the little pervy droid fixer for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Babu Frick. <laughs> I fucking love... I want to I watch Star Wars Origins Babu Frick. We could talk about how it's essentially the movie equivalent of a vegetarian eatery, which is to say no steaks. Right, guys. No stakes. <laughs> Greg, we don't have points on this show. Uh, I know. And I'm never allowed to give you any, and I would not have for no. that one. Yeah. No, let's give each other points for that, Ryan. <laughs> um, but no, like, as problematic as Joker is, not just in that the typical way that word is used, but just for the three of us. And Greg, you have not seen it yet, right? I have not seen it. So, Joker. yeah, I, I want to hear you that. lucky duck. Yeah, I want to hear that fresh off the press as opinion of yours. I have literally never had any interest, and always I've been aware I probably would have to eventually for our 2019 season. 
And I wouldn't say like I'm super bummed, but like I just, I'll, I'll say this much. I love Joaquin Phoenix. I that, really do. I love him, and I, I'm sure he does a good job in this movie, and I'll enjoy that. That's the thing that I want. That's the segment I want the most, is that like I think <laughs> that we're going to be able to nitpick all of the points that like trick people into thinking it's good or uh-huh. better than your typical superhero movie, but aren't. But Joaquin Phoenix's performance, his Academy Award-winning performance, is something that I really want to get down to, because he is my favorite actor. Yeah. You know, like, once the DDL retired, like, it was Joaquin Phoenix's role, and I don't know if he's even that good in it dang i can't wait i can't wait to talk about it i i i don't want to see it but i want to talk about it (laughs) yeah i want to do that i guess i want to finally have an informed opinion about it because all i've ever told people is i can't say whether it's good or bad or not because i have like zero interest in it i just really i'm not interested at all so (laughs) um last thing i want to say about star wars is again what's most offensive about this movie is what it does the character of rose Tycho. Uh, that is the the ultimate unforgivable sin of this movie. Um, a character that had like so much life and was the best part of what was an uneven movie in the Last Jedi, and what it did to her and did to the actress is just it's so sad and it's so unforgivable. And I I'll never think of this movie without thinking about that crime. She also played Batman in Joker, and they cut all of her scenes see, out as well. Yeah, that was horseshit. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous because I want to see her take on Batman. Okay, so what's it going to be, guys? Joker, again, the clown prince of crime versus number 18, Star Wars. I, I can't wait because this Joker will be our most listened to show ever and also our most hate mail filled show ever. Yeah, we're so going to get. Bring fucking Joker on. Are we finally going to get the vaunted death threats? That's yeah, when you know you've really wait made to get it. Death threats. We're going to get doxed hard, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, because I want to move. <laughs> I'm looking for an excuse. <laughs> Uh, I, I like believe it or not, I am excited for a Joker show. Yeah, and I do not want to do a Star Wars. Yeah, show. same it's here, Joker. dude. I I don't want to see the movie, but I do want to talk about it. All right, next up is Marriage Story at number seven seed versus Fuck. number ten seed Us. Okay. Oh. Okay. So <laughs> I'm gonna say we we did both of these already. We recorded both of these episodes, right? They do exist. Uh, we all loved Us when it first came out. We always and love us. And saw us again and went, you know what? The more you're around us, the less you like us. <laughs> I have to say, I still think that one day in the future, some future generation of people is going to look at us and say, okay, they never, the people at the time didn't get it. There was something else going on. Because I, at the end of the day, I have to, like, I guess I have so much faith in Jordan Peele that my being like, this is a flawed movie. Some part of me is like, there's just an interpretation out there that hasn't been found yet that totally revitalizes the opinion of this movie. Now that Parasite has been anointed, there's been the backlash, because there always is, and a lot of it is their central metaphor and all the metaphors around it. Is it a bunch of bullshit? Like, do, does he not know what's going on? And I would love to talk about that in our Parasite show, which is going to happen. When we watched Us, I couldn't sort of get over that. The fact that, like, he didn't, he sort of lost control of the yeah. movie and thought that, uh, I don't know, like, how he can direct a uh, suspense scene or a horror scene would make up for it. And so often he's right. But Marriage right. Story, I think, is closer to perfect and also does have its thumbprint on the on society, Greg, because of what you talked about in our Marriage Story show. It got memed, and that's yeah, what kept so it in. It kept it in the like the zeitgeist longer than maybe it would have. Uh huh. Yeah, that episode I think features one of my patented Greg rants that we have been asked to discontinue using in our show. <laughs> but it's a bit that I'm very committed to. 
Uh, okay, well, we have the two episodes in the can. So in a, in a large way, does it even matter? Yes, of course it matters. Of course it matters. One of these could potentially be the movie of the year. The other one is being cast off for all time. I see these both as like top eights, though. Like I, This is a bummer. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think Us gives you so much to talk about that it, it made for a good show. I remember recording the show and being like, dang, that <laughs> was a good one. Good. Us, yeah. Us is good. A good one, Us. <laughs> and then our doppelgangers all nodded. And uh, things got real. Okay, so what's it going to be, Mike? Marriage Story or Us? I hate to vote against my favorite movie of the year and for Ryan's favorite movie of the year, but I have to vote for Marriage Story. Yeah! Ryan, (laughs) Marriage Story. Okay, congratulations, Marriage Story. Moving on. Us just wasn't your day. All right, our next matchup is the number three seed, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I believe takes place in the Once Upon a Time in Mexico universe, versus number 19 seed, The Souvenir, a movie which Ryan uh, has told us is real. And you guys could still watch it, right? It's on Amazon Prime once again. Like, yeah. You guys uh, could It's not go. in the season. I so, don't know. I, sometimes I will find myself, when we're recording a season of the show, watching other movies that aren't in the bracket from that year to get a little bit you're of the flavor of the year. What a weird life you live. I, yeah, you're nuts. Honestly, what the fuck is wrong with you, I, dude? I, honestly, I'm existential dread and whimsy just wrapped up into that one. That sounds like somebody who doesn't have to watch a bunch of fucking CW superheroes. Yeah, I know. It's life. very freeing. <laughs> it's very freeing, guys. I believe, and I love the fact, but I believe that the Oscar story right now is how often Parasite beat 1917, Uh and then as time goes by, it'll be, but it also beat Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a bunch. Which is a movie about Hollywood. Which, yeah, that's the most, the artist won Best Picture, Gregory. Like, can you even remember back to that time? Usually if you make a movies about movies, then movie makers are like, this is a good movie. This (laughs) pertains to me. That's me. (laughs) But I love doing Tarantino shows. We've done... Two, I think we've done Kill Bill yeah. and Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown, yeah. And it always comes down to like, uh, how do you actually think about Quentin Tarantino, and like, how much buy-in do you have? Mm-hmm. And Once Upon a Time is going to raise all of those questions once again. And I've heard that this is uh, Tarantino's Irishman. That people say this is lesser Tarantino. No, no, way. And, and then there's people not. like you who are saying that the op- that that. Anytime people are arguing, I want to watch that. This guy, man, th- this movie is. This is upper division Tarantino for me, for sure. And also, it makes me feel uncomfortable in so many ways. And the way, not being able to like have one final vision of what a movie means or how it makes you feel always does really well in our competition. Absolutely. It yes. always does really well. Because after our podcast, we had the final say of yeah. what it actually means. <laughs> uh, it, for me, it's always been Pulp Fiction, then Jackie Brown. And that third spot has been... Shifty. Yeah, like it just moves around all the time. And it could be... Oatha, or what's the acronym? Oatha. Oatha. Once upon a time. Dot, dot, dot. dot, dot. In In Hollywood. Hollywood. Well, voting time is here. What's it going to be, Mike? Number three, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, or number 19, The Souvenir, a movie that, again, I remind you, exists. Does exist. It has to be Oatha. Oatha, fa, Ryan, what's it going to be? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or The Souvenir? I will also go with that wonderful Slipknot song. Who is that? Uh, no, Disturbed. it's Disturbed. Disturbed. Come I'm on. so sorry. Come on. I, I you can see his face with his two weird p- chin piercings. Uh, the Souvenir, Ryan told a delightful story about it in the Patreon-only episode. Ryan, I don't want you to recount that now. Don't. I'm raking them over the fucking financial coals. I, Five bucks I love a month, all folks. the commercials you're doing for yeah. the Patreon episode, Greg. I want, I want the people to know that they can just give us money for like slightly more content. All right, the next matchup is number six, Midsommar, as I believe I've been instructed to read it, versus number 22, 
1917. Guys, I remind you, 1917 was a huge fucking movie. Oh my god. We all thought Greg's gonna watch Midsommar. Greg's gonna watch Midsommar. We all thought we all thought it was gonna win Best Picture of the Year. Uh, my sister said it was the best movie she saw of of the year. Your sister, famous for her favorite movie being Cuffs. That this is the person <laughs> you're talking about. Uh, what is Cuffs? <laughs> It's a Christian Slater cop movie. It's a Christian Slater cop movie that a lot of people enjoyed. I was annoyed that Midsommar got cut out of the Oscars, like uh, no nominations, until, uh, what's her name? The uh, Florence Pugh. No, no, no the, the lady who won Best Album last year. Oh, yeah. Her, her, Janelle Monet her, her, her did, a, did a whole big thing and then uh, brought all these characters from movies out of the year, including there was three Dolmites and a bunch of Midsommar characters. <laughs> Back in the zeitgeist, folks, Midsommar is there. Was there a guy kind of like just in a, not really wearing a bear costume, but quite literally wearing a bear? Mike, have you seen the movie? No. Greg, shut up. Greg, what are you doing right now? Okay. the way that's leading my vote, all I know is that at no point in an infamous D&D game was there any 1917 references. <laughs> so, <laughs> I may have borrowed liberally from the movie Midsummer. Also, and- fighting with my family... The the rock produced movie about uh, Paige, the WWE yeah. wrestler. It's really it's really pretty good. Did not make the top thirty two. Yeah. So we're already losing a Florence Pugh movie. We took there. A, we took a pew out of it. <laughs> yeah. Man, but was it, what kind of church is this? Where we're just removing pews. <laughs> so take a pew, get a pew. <laughs> I'm not going to go into this with only one Florence Pugh movie yeah. in 2019. Right? Why would why would anybody? Oof. God. Okay. <laughs> Remember. Uh, 1917 had uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in it. Uh huh. Uh huh. In the most potato face himself. The most jammed in for stupid cameo in a movie that is full of forced jammed cameos. <laughs> yeah, I guess ultimately we have nothing to say about 1917, right? Yeah, I don't want to do that show. I thought I thought it was mostly inoffensive, and I would have even said it was a fun night at the movies. But your disdain for it always that like movies kind of blanch under the withering glare of Ryan. And so it was like... <laughs> what about that time where like the two the two lead characters were like, oh man, we've had a lot of action today. There's been a lot of excitement. Let's walk into this field of flowers and get all of our fucking analogies and poetry out of the way. And I can't wait until it's no longer 1917. <laughs> oh, that's the title. That's the title. They said it. Also, I don't really understand the movie. You like what it's saying? I don't understand the movie at all. Why? Why it exists? I, I just didn't see the first 1916 oh, movie. Oh, so. dang! I can't believe we got this far. <laughs> well, I didn't want to waste that on the Patreon only. Yeah. Why give it to our loyal paying customers? We can just give it to all these grubby content pigs out there. This is the hardest... <laughs> <laughs> This is the hardest. Oh, match. No, thank you. Anybody who listens, obviously, thank you. I don't mean yeah, to. Yeah, we no, love think, you, you little piggies. <laughs> I think they could all read between the lines just, of what you were saying. Just slurp up our slot for free, little oinkies. Uh, I would say this is the hardest <laughs> one, not from like uh, our fandom, but from like what does society actually want more? Yeah. And I think the Oscars told us it's Midsommar. <laughs> okay, well, I think I see the writing on the wall here. Mike, what do you want to do? Is it Midsommar or 1917? Sumer. Midsommar, Ryan. Midsommar. Okay, you know what? I'll probably watch it. You can do it, dude. A lot of it takes place during the day. I'm comfortable with yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's so brilliant. I just don't want to be Taylor's best friend. 
Well, can I tell you guys how we fucked up? How'd you fuck up? I uh, I think five of these eight movies are two and a half hours or more. Yeah. Oh fuck! Yeah. No, my votes changed. Yeah, we took the longies. I think we took the longer movie, and almost every time we had an opportunity to. If they changed the name of the Oscars to the Longies, that would it'd be, basically be the same. Man, d- make us an eighty-minute movie, and we'll <laughs> we'll make you the movie of the fucking year. That's what we'll do. Okay, Ryan, well, we have our eight movies, right? Do you want to tell the listeners at home what they are? These are the eight movies of 2019. We're going to do a show about each of these. Parasite, Uncut Gems, Little Women, The Irishman, Joker, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Midsommar. As I like to say about our choices, they are canonical. Uh, we did a really good job. What's it's very, It's very hard to get all the way down to eight movies, and I can't believe what a good job we did. I like. I think the 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 only glaring one, knowing the three of us, is Knives Out. Otherwise, I think that yeah. these are the eight, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, Knives Out and Uncut Gems were the eight and ninth original seeds, right? Uh, and that's kind of what it feels like they are on this list. Like that was the only real close liner. That was the that's the only thing missing. And you know what? I st- since I'm ultimately the one who has to wear that Uncut Gems thing, I stand by it. That's going to be a way better show than our Knives Out show would have been. Yeah, it's uh, Knives Out would be the opposite of the 1917. It's just like, here's all the ways it's good, but yeah. I don't know like what else we can... It would just be litany of, yep, it's good here, and this is how it's good. The Farewell and Us, we did. I don't know if that hurt or helped, but like those are two of our favorites. And then Booksmart is obviously not on the list, but yeah. we want you to watch. The the Farewell got buzzsaw because it, it had a, a tough draw. Booksmart was... That's a shame. I, I think that it just... It entered and peaked and left the conversation at bad a bad time. Um, but I think these are the eight candidates for movie of the year. And I know for a fact that one of them, when it's all said and done, will be 2019 movie of the year. That is the end of the first round. Thank you so much to all the movies that came out. If you did not win, you are, of course, free to go home, get your parking validated by Mike. But before we go... Guys, we have a website. It's yourpopfilter.com, and that's our central hub on the internet, and that's where you've got to go to find all the information you need. Also, if you're on the web, why not surf on over to amazon.com slash yourpopfilter. You get you're already the, on the internet. You're already on the internet. You get all the stuff that you're going to get. It is that, but flipped. Yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. Yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. What, I, I could see a world in which it makes sense for me to memorize <laughs> what one of the two it really is mm. and then consistently only say the real one but once you think that you've memorized yeah, it you're always gonna get it wrong yeah 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 you know i could even uh, it could be argued that i could write it down do you guys ever do that thing where like you meet somebody at work or whatever and you're like okay her name is Kristen and not caitlin it's Kristen, not caitlin mm-hmm. and then you're just gonna call her caitlin for the you're, rest of your you're life gonna scream the wrong name no, at her when you say her. this is literally what happens every time i meet someone i say hello my name is greg and i put out my hand and then we shake hands and they say, hello, my name is... And then what I hear... <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's just like... Wah! And then I'm like, no, you should have listened. And then I just never know their name. And then later I find out what it is, but I'm too afraid. Mm-hmm. I'm too afraid to ever use it. And then I just hide at home. Nobody says, hey, you, more than I do. Yeah, dude. <laughs> hey, you're a big, you're a big, you're a big hey, you guy. <laughs> I don't think you've ever used my name. <laughs> okay. Um, Mike, talk about, talk about the podcast we got cooking. We got Movie of the Year. You already know what that's about. You know you're supposed to subscribe, rate, and review it. We got the Superhero Hour Hour, where uh, Ryan and I and somebody else go through different (laughs) uh, comic book television week in, week out. Uh, We got the OCD, where it's just me and Ryan talking about the OC every week, week in, week out. So, honestly, 
you don't have to listen to other podcasts. You can just listen to our fleet of podcasts. We hit yes. all the bases. We got it. We got you covered. We also have a Twitter. It's at your pop filter. I have my own personal Twitter, you guys, is at Pans- Pensive Gorilla. And I'm doing a lot of work out there for everybody. Yeah, it's been active. <laughs> I have been told to tone it down. And you know what I said? I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> I don't control. I have very little control over it. Um, but at your pop filter, it, that's sort of the company. That's the, that's the whole deal there. And then at your pop filter on Instagram, you get to see what we really look like. Little snaps of us hard at work. Some uh, guided tours of our palatial studios. Um, How we only dog? We only record in buttless chaps. We only record in buttless chaps. You don't want to have your butt covered for a podcast. Um, Ryan, talk yes. about email. Email. You mean our specific email, right? Please do. Yeah, okay. don't don't do a thing about it. Uh, the like, history of electronic mail. We don't have a time for a bit right now. <laughs> uh, so uh, email us at contact at yourpotfilter.com. if you think that it's ridiculous that us the farewell or knives. Out. <laughs> I forgot the rest of the title. <laughs> knives, knives. It's kind of more like about knives being in, though, right? <laughs> uh, Should have made our top eight, and you can't believe that we're not doing a show about it, or Avengers Endgame. I bet there's a lot of those out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then email us and tell us why. But like, don't just be like, fuck you. You no. guys are like MAGA haters. Actually tell us why, and then we will read your email on... The show. We mostly do it for Superhero Hour Hour, uh-huh. but we could do it for Movie of the Year. Yeah, we'll yeah, read we, your email. Contact at yourpopfilter.com. Also, don't be too rude, but I guess do be a little rude. I know. You have to find that line yeah. in order to get read. If don't, you're not rude at all... Then it's going to be boring yeah, and there's no reason. We're not going to do it. We're so tired of getting emails. They're like, you guys have the best podcast. I listen to it all the time. We know. We are so good. It's like, yes, okay, obviously. Don't, we also listen to the podcast and we know how good it is. Don't be an Amy. Don't be a dead March. Uh-huh. Be just... Beth. Beth is, yeah, just be a Joe. Just be a Joe. You gotta be a Joe. Always be Joe. Joe is like the Mario of the Little Women universe. (laughs) She's got like, a a lot of them have one extreme ability, but she's got like a lot of the abilities of all of them all together. Is there a super little Smash Women game that we can play and fight all these people? I would love it. I would love it. Be Marmy. Just come in and be Marmy. I obviously, I would be. She still has just a big hammer. I would just, I would be Lori. (laughs) Or Marmy uh, sees on the like the big ship that you're you're always like fighting on a big ship. Yeah, she sees that you're about to die into a big breakfast, and she takes it away and gives <laughs> it to poor people. <laughs> Don't you girls feel guilty? <laughs> so the next thing you're gonna hear on our little radio station here is our parasite episode, right? Yeah. Are you guys so excited? I, can we can we vote to flip it? I don't know if I want Parasite lording over the whole season. I mean, I understand how it's weird. It's a little daunting to do that first. But uh-huh. like, is it because for are you like are you trying to make podcast drama or are you just fucking scared about talking about Parasite? I love drama. I love being scared. It, that's why I want to go Midsummer because you're saying that we're going to talk about it and flip out about it, and then we're going to do seven more shows. And by the time we're going to like for our last, you know what's going to happen? It's not going to be Midsummer, but it's going to be Once Upon a Time. In Mexico, if we end up, do you guys want to randomize it? We, I think yes, we, I think I we love should. Random. I think we should. Okay, when Greg, when you were doing the uh, outro and you talked about yourpopfilter.com and Amazon.com, yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. Uh huh. Obviously. Uh, did you say I have a pair of sites to tell you about? Oh, I didn't. You did not do that. Okay, let's we'll take it from the top on this. redo. All right, but that is it for this episode. For Ryan, I'm Greg. For Mike, I'm Greg. I am Greg. We will see you next week. And in the meantime, you know what you can do? You can keep watching them movies.
Bum, 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 bum.